What you need to do is listen to this. You'll feel great and you'll feel blessed. Forget the rest, all I said, and do this practice just before bed. Palms up, free your mind. The shit you learn, the shit you'll find. Welcome to episode two of the Rambler Gambler Show. So in this episode of the Rambo Cambler Show <clears throat> I'm going to be talking about uh, identity, our sense of identity, our idea of who we are, and how it can be formed, and why it's important. Why it's important to have an awareness of your own identity, and how it can affect your life. And before I talk about identity, I think it's important to understand its origins. Um, when you're born until you are approximately six years old, your thoughts are 90% conscious. Um, that's why children have um, the magical ability to be so spectacular with their creativity um, that's why a child can see a bottle of water and picture uh, a, a, the, the Titanic or an amazing ship or they can they can use a bottle and see the bottle as a rocket and they can if you ever watch kids playing with Lego, they can create the most fascinating things in their head with their conscious thoughts. Um, they can paint things of beauty and, and magic and they're so excited about it. And that's because their thoughts are conscious. Um, when you get older than six years old, you start forming uh, and a type of identity. You're still a child, but your 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 conscious thoughts are slowly turning unconscious when you start um, trying to find who's cool, uh, what group do I want to be part of, who likes me, um, <clears throat> what what do I need to do to be liked, uh, who am I? Then you grow up, you grow into a teenager, and as you go through adolescence you slowly become less conscious and um, and your unconscious thoughts are feeding your brain with, with with all the thoughts that you have throughout the day and uh, on average a human being has about 60,000 thoughts a day um, that child who's having those 60,000 conscious thoughts that child is uh, free from 
this constant self um self identity uh, rhetoric that goes on in 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 our adult brains um so as you continue through life if you are unaware of uh the fact that most of your thoughts are unconscious you start believing your own thoughts you start um thinking that these thoughts that are forming your identity are accurate and I, I believe a lot of people are unaware that these thoughts are simply unconscious and shouldn't be necessarily taken seriously if you attach yourself to 10 of those 60,000 thoughts every day and those 10 those 10 thoughts are uh Things that don't make you feel very good, things that tell you you're a piece of shit, or things that tell you that you're not a, a great person, um, then that's going to affect your next day. It's going to affect your whole day. It's going to affect. It's going to affect your life, especially if it's happening on a regular basis. Um, Marcus Aurelius famously once said that the soul becomes dyed with the color of its thoughts, and. Um, and your soul, what you were born with, that that magic that you were given um, when you were born into this world, um, that soul was 100% conscious, uh, free of all the stuff that you are currently attached to who you are. And um, when you think about it, um, what choice did you have in all of this? Like, you didn't choose uh, your name, you didn't choose your family, you didn't choose your community, you didn't choose what you look like, you didn't choose your religion, you didn't choose your school. I mean, sometimes I think that I made no decisions uh, to be where I am today. Whereas on the outside looking in, people might think that, oh, um, this person has made these decisions and this person has made this for themselves, made this for life. But really life takes its own course in many ways. And uh, you're not really in control, um, no matter how much you think you are. And I believe the more you think you're in control, um, The more you think you're in control, the more life will throw shit at you to let you know that you're not in control. And I mean, the more you try to control life, life will teach you this lesson. And uh, and this is all atta attached to identity. Um, yeah, and how do you actually get to the point where you can ask yourself uh, like who really am I and and is it true that I have this many thoughts and and where did it come from and can I channel them that's a big one channeling your your thoughts uh, so the the practice of meditation taught me this 
But other people um, find meditation in different ways. Um, my mom reads books. Uh, my brother runs. Um, and usually when I come in contact with with strangers, I can sort of tell if they have some sort of practice in their life that frees their mind of that constant, um, those constant thoughts constantly coming. Um, in saying that, reading and running are both healthy practices, um, just like meditation is. Uh, but you can switch off your brain in other ways. Um, I talked to a guy last weekend who was telling me how uh, video games can be really good for your mental health. Uh, I don't know enough about that, but I know that you can switch off your brain to a, a certain extent. And, and I'll get into that idea of switching off. You can switch off your brain to a certain extent by watching a, a YouTube video or scrolling through Instagram for a while. But in my opinion, that actually uh, clogs up the, the thoughts. You're not actually switching anything. You're not... You're not doing any healthy practice by um, by using a YouTube video or a, or a constant like Instagram scroll, especially if you're going down those rabbit holes. If you're watching something specific and you're like highly engaged in it, I guess I guess that's a healthy practice, um, especially if it's educational. Okay, so. <clears throat> So you're uh, you're a person who is just trying to live their life and live their life as happy as possible, and uh, and there's a lot of people you see who are perceived happy. Um, are they really happy? Uh, you know that Robin Williams. Um, Robin Williams quote where he says um, I don't know it word for word but he says that uh, some of the happiest people on the outside are the saddest people on the inside and in many ways I can understand that for a long time I used to uh, cover insecurities with this fake confidence um, especially when I uh, was going into a social setting or a, a place with a lot of people. I still do it in some ways because when I became aware of what I was doing, um, I found it very difficult. I knew that doing that was not me being myself, so I found it very difficult for a long time to go into um, social settings and I'd avoid going to parties and I'd say no to things that I used to go to and used to be part of um yeah so what what you're what you're trying to do with your thoughts um are you you're trying to change thoughts of conflict into thoughts of peace and in doing that you're going to live a happier life um it can't happen overnight, but you do need to find a practice. So I'm going to talk you 
through a bit of my process and when I learned this idea of consciousness and when I started reflecting on things and it started changing uh, how I seen myself the world and me within this world um, so when you start reflecting on who you are and you start reflecting on why you have acted uh, in this way and what choices you made in your life um, what you're doing is you're tapping into your conscious thoughts uh, if you're doing this in a in a, a setting and in some ways a meditation uh, you can turn a meditation session into a, 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 a quite a ceremonial um, setup where you're in a place where you're allowing your brain to take you somewhere and you don't know necessarily where it's going to go and then you come out of it and you do this on, on a, a regular basis or you do your exercise, you do your reading, and you let thoughts come, you let thoughts go. Um, how do we choose to see things, and what we choose to do, and ultimately who we choose to be, is all in our control. But if you don't slow down, and if you don't switch off, and if you don't know how to do these things, then you will never be able to tap into your true identity. And I'm sure there's people listening who think, listen, I know who I am uh, and I'm happy with who I am and that's it. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna move on with that. I know who I am, that's it. Uh, I don't have to think about it. But what I'm doing is, if you, what I'm suggesting is if you break down uh, your sense of identity you'll find new answers about who you really are and ultimately knowing who you really are will uh, bring more happiness into your life. Um, especially if your life feels complicated. If you feel like your life is complicated, your past is complicated, uh, your f when, you, when you think about your future, if it seems very, very complicated, well then, it's really healthy to pause and at the same time do nothing and just feel like you are nothing just for a, a, a couple of minutes of your everyday life and you'll start um, seeing that your life is not that complicated. Um, I believe that we suffer more in our imagination than in our actual actual reality because uh, our imaginations can lead us to some dark, dark places where, where in reality um, that's only our imagination and, and the reality of life is life can be simple and you can slow down and you can see life for what it truly is, which is absolute beauty and bliss um, but if you uh, 
allow your imagination to control your life, you're going to suffer. Because your imagination um, will either tell you you're a great person uh, to the point where it blows up this uh, idea of who you are. Or your imagination can also tell you that you're not a great person and it can blow up that idea of who you are. Um, but ultimately, it's only your imagination. Uh, who you really are is in your control, not those unconscious thoughts. Um, the world will tell you your one thing. Um, and you have to tell yourself your something. So that's why we actually create our identity. Um, so if you think about it like a little ball of energy, um, you can you can visualize this if you're listening. So um, you are a little uh, ball of energy, and being a human being, you have uh, an inner energy and an outer energy. Um, your outer energy, your exterior, the one that you show to everyone, um, that energy sometimes is corrupted by your inner energy. So, for example, if you are extremely uh, paranoid or if you uh, struggle in certain social settings, or if you just find it hard sometimes to complete uh, daily tasks, um, this is because your inner and outer energy don't have a good relationship. Um, your inner energy will 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 <laughs> your inner energy will heal you if you can. Uh, if you can get it right. And, um, yeah, that exterior is is totally controlled by what's going on with your inner energy. And uh, you, can, you can talk to that inner energy. You can form uh, good energy within you, um, not just by having these practices, but listening to the thoughts that come and letting, letting them go. Um, yeah, that's a lot to take in, I suppose. Uh, for me, I have a constant uh, communication with my inner and my outer. Uh, and when, even when shit's going good, for a long time, I even when shit's going good, I uh, I use a little mantra. So um, a mantra is a very old practice, which just sort of uh, manipulates your thoughts for a while. So you say one statement uh, a number of times, and if your thoughts are all telling you one thing, all your unconscious thoughts, you can manipulate those uh, thoughts by feeding them with a, a positive mantra. But my mantra for a long time was, I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. 
and I used to do this uh, looking at myself in the mirror and I still do it although um, now I like to uh, get a bit more creative with those mantras and um, say things that I'm grateful for um, and that's also important uh, if you can channel those shitty foggy thoughts and you can channel them away and bring your new thoughts to thoughts of gratitude um, then it's a beautiful thing uh, so ask yourself does your life feel complicated um, is the is the world moving at such a speed uh, that you can't comprehend anything or is it moving so slow that you're pissed off and you can't appreciate anything um, this is just a human experience and uh, I believe that there are people who can live their whole life um, not knowing their true identity but still be happy like there are people like this uh, I'm more talking to the person who uh, is looking for answers uh, who the person who isn't happy but thinks they fully know who they are uh, that's who I'm talking I'm talking to the people who want to improve themselves because uh, during those uh, 60,000 thoughts they're within those 60,000 thoughts 90% of them are unconscious some in some people 95% of them but 5% of those 60,000 thoughts are conscious so that means that you are getting conscious thoughts and that's why people do improve um, because they know how to hold on to those conscious thoughts and that's why some people they start to improve they're like fuck I need to change this I need to do this but they actually never go and do it it's not their fault they're not lazy or or, or they're just being controlled uh, and they, they are unaware that they're being controlled uh, have you ever said, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and I want to do this, especially in January, or you set new targets, new goals, new new resolutions, I'm going to do this, and then it just, um, it doesn't develop. And and then you start having a go at yourself, oh, I'm, I'm lazy, I'm, 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 uh, I'm all talk, I'm a piece of shit because I didn't do this, and blah, blah, blah. No, you're not. It's, it's your, your unconscious thoughts are, can be the devil your unconscious thoughts are the one ones that fluctuate your ego and and your unconscious thoughts are the ones that make you feel inferior than anybody else and i guess i'll touch on on the ego and how it relates to your identity um and we leave it at that but your your ego uh, a lot of people hear the word ego they think oh an ego means that this person is so out of control uh, they walk around thinking that they are amazing um, 
if if your ego is fluctuated whereas the ego is present within every single one of us and it's it's not just the people who are like asshole cocky pricks who have ego um sometimes this the the people who you the people who are the most depressed the saddest people um they have a huge ego uh, what that means is they they are not in control of any of their conscious uh, thinking the ego has full control of their thoughts uh, so you can have a, you can have a huge ego and be extremely sad um your ego has the ability to make your world very very dark um and you can see this in people if people think that ego is 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 only only lives within those who show their ego um and you see someone who's really down and out and you, you don't you would you wouldn't associate them with the word ego but that's exactly what it is their ego inside of them is telling them is controlling their thoughts and and they can't stop these thoughts from coming um so yeah how do i know this i lived the majority of let's say your adult life starts when you're 18 that was 10 years ago for me i lived the majority of my adult life being totally controlled by my ego being totally controlled by all those thoughts those unconscious thoughts um and the ego mixed with those unconscious thoughts formed an identity that i i thought i was i thought i was this i in some ways believed i am this uh, this is who i am but that was my that was totally my outer energy um my identity was all on what people could see but i had no self identity based on how i actually felt inside uh from my soul from my energy um so yeah i guess that's a lot to take in but if i could summarize uh this episode and summarize uh my points i would say that if you are a person who uh wants to just feel a little bit better in your day-to-day life i think you should write down a couple of things and then go research them um number 1 i would write down consciousness consciousness what is it find out what it is and find out how you can become aware of this and apply it to your life i promise you it will you'll see changes um if you could learn about sense of identity from a professional uh there are millions of millions of uh, books you can read on it
So consciousness, your set and your sense of sense of identity. Um, what will happen if you educate yourself on these points, uh, start practicing them in your life, is they will. You will be more in control in how you respond to difficult situations. So, in every, throughout your life, you're going to have to deal with a lot of extremely difficult or challenging situations. If you are aware of consciousness and your sense of identity, and you have a practice such as meditation, all those thoughts that are coming during this difficult situation or challenging situation, all those thoughts that are coming, you will feel a greater sense of control. And that idea of controlling things, <clears throat> like I said at the start of the episode, people who try to control everything are have the least control. Life will throw something at you to show you you're not in control. But if you can learn how to control your thoughts in a healthy way, um, you're winning. You're going to live a happy life. So take the first steps, the first steps to changing your consciousness uh, is slowing down, observing your thoughts, letting them come, letting them go. And yeah, you'll see, uh, you'll see amazing changes in your life. Um, I'll leave you with this quote from Seneca, who says, uh, he who is everywhere is nowhere. Think about that. Okay, that's it for episode two of the Rambler Gambler show. Um, what I'm hoping to do with this show is talk about these sort of complex sort of deep uh, things that are extremely meaningful and try to make them in a language that is relatable and it's only episode two i think i'll get better but that's it for for me today guys and thank you for those who are listening peace And if you don't like me, boys, leave me alone. <laughs> when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry. And if moonshine don't kill me, I'll drink till I die. I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, and I'm a long way from home. And if you don't like me, boys, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry. And if the moonshine don't kill me, I live till I die.